This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and that, of course, means you're listening to another episode of the Crowncast. And we went to the New York Red Bulls. And, well, and it was. It was a, a moment of of great emotions on both sides, sort of a, a tale of two halves. And here to talk about both of those halves, unfortunately, with me is Jerson. Hello, Jerson. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, it is going well. Really excited to have you on the pod. You and I have been talking back and forth for a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, we finally got it to work out. So, so thank you for coming on with us today. Uh, and some good news. I, I just found out that you are about to buy a house. Is that right? Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful process, but also a hair pulling process as well. As I promise you, it's been a stressful couple of weeks, but you know, hopefully everything goes well and I'll be able to be call, call myself a homeowner within hopefully the next month or so. But hey. yeah, thank you so much for, for 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 bringing it up and congratulating me. I appreciate it. Yeah, hey, Jerson. Anytime somebody gets that kind of cool thing going on, <laughs> I, I at least want to tell people about it. Yeah, thanks again for coming on to the show. Uh, we hope mm-hmm. to see a little bit more of you in the future. You have some history in football. You're actually a coach. Is that correct? Correct. So I right now I I don't do it like professionally. Um, I do it for fun. Um, strictly free. Um. So I live in Lincolnton, North Carolina. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm saying it. Not everybody's going to know where that is. But, you know, <laughs> there's a soccer recreational program that happens every spring and um, fall. And I, whenever I get the chance, I get to, I, I like to to sign myself up as a coach. It tends to be usually for U8 girls and also U15 um, boys or co-ed, however it might be, according to the season. But I definitely have been doing it for close to 10 years now, and I love it, I, you know, being able to see growth at the beginning of the season to the end of the season and seeing every single kid, you know, come with something and leave with something much greater is, is so beneficial to me. And that's coming from a person who didn't like um, soccer growing up. So there's <laughs> definitely been a, a lot <laughs> a Learned. lot to where I am today. Yeah, learn to love the game. Um, oh, one yeah. of the one of the really cool things about getting to talk to you is that something that is often I, I don't want to say understated, but is easy to look over is the fact that when Charlotte FC came into being, mm-hmm. it had this enormous groundswell of support. Right. Yes. The opening game for Charlotte FC literally broke records for yep. support around an MLS club. And it can be easy to forget with all the flashy lights and, you know, the, the Poznan and all that stuff that that support comes from the people around this area, the people in the Southeast uh, who love this game and who have yes. dedicated their time, their love, their passion into this game. Uh, so really cool to be talking to you, man. And oh, really yeah. quickly, I will say um, if you want to find Jerson, you can find him on Instagram at p.c dot underscore Guerrero and uh, go reach out to him. Do you want to get into the crowns and cards for today? Let's do it. So uh, you have heard the pod before, correct? Of course. So you know that uh, I am legally obligated to 
uh, ask you whether you would like to start with the cards or the crowns today. <laughs> oh man, you got it on on paper and everything. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's see. I think we we can start with the with the with the cards. You know, go start low and then go high, right? Yep. Uh, I think that'll also potentially give us a chance to end on on one guy who deserves a lot of talking about. Let Absolutely. me let me go ahead and I will take host privilege on the first card. And let's do it. I want to take host privilege because I think this guy needs to be talked about. I think it was a really rough day for him. And I think that there are there's a level of quality we have come to expect out of our midfield now that Ashley Westwood is involved mm-hmm. that maybe I have started to take for granted. And I'm not saying that in a way that I am saying that in this way. This was a bad game from <laughs> Ashley Westwood. Um, <laughs> Ashley, this was a game where we were playing really fast ball. There was a lot of pressure. We were pressing on both sides and one of the things that you could see struggling in the Charlotte FC team was the ability to handle that really quick passing. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the middle of the field that I look to and I go, you're the one who your technical quality, your leadership, your positioning, you're the guy who should be there making a right. difference when everything is maybe a little bit too technical and maybe happening a little bit too quickly for everyone else to be really on you're the guy I want picking up the slack and you know what it wasn't Ashley Westwood's day mm-hmm. he made a lot of misplays he played the ball backwards a lot one of the things I love about Ashley Westwood and I have been seeing from Ashley is how good he is at getting his head up and being progressive being offensive driving the ball forward getting that that picture in his mind and then being able to commit to it and and send opportunity Today, when Ashley Westwood showed up on the pitch, he was kicking the ball backwards. And yes, if you go back and watch this, there are two or three times he kicks the ball forwards. But go back and look how many times, and I will, I'll rewatch it. Go back and look how many times he got the ball in space. Mm -hmm. And if he had his head up, if he was sort of in control of the play, he would have seen options to move the ball either laterally or progressively. And instead, he took the quick one-touch pass back into the defensive zones and often to people who were already under pressure. And that's not, it's not just Ashley Westwood, not achieving what I expect of Ashley Westwood. It's Ashley kind of leaving a lot of his teammates out to dry. And I don't expect to see that from him. His quality is too good. His touch is too good. His technical level is too good. And I I definitely noticed that he sat deeper today. He sort of sat more in front of the defensive line. I think there's a lot to talk about with the absence of Derek Jones. But whatever it was that caused this fatigue, an off day for Ashley Westwood, because pros have off days too, uh, positional changes, or just him really not having the time on the ball he wants, I really felt like he not only went missing today, when he was involved, he was involved in the wrong ways. Uh, mm-hmm. Thoughts on Ashley's performance? I think you make a very big point. Um, and, you know, once again, who knows? What, what can you say in regards to, obviously, Derek Jones not being there? And maybe if he would have been there, he actually could have been more productive in the offense. But the reality is that there was just something missing today, right? 
one of the one of the big things that we expected whenever he joined the team was he was going to bring this leadership, this experience, and everything that came in. I mean, he he wears the captain band, so obviously there's a reason why they gave it to him. But I would even say like there was a even like a little a little tussle, like a little um, pushing and shoving that he was involved in. And I remember him even being what a couple games ago where I want to say Copetti was the one that got in a little little tussle as well. And Ashley was the one that was pushing him back and telling him to stay, like, be stay cool headed. Be, but today he even was that person that was, was, you know, getting in somebody else's face. And, you know, I, I guess for myself, like, I don't expect him to be the one to, to be that in that position, right? You want him to be the one that is pushing your teammates back, trying to keep them level headed and remind them, Hey, we are a team. We gotta, we gotta be in this, in this thing together. Right. So, May I maybe it was an off day. Now, you know, they have been on a 10-day break. So mm-hmm. maybe coming back into into a game after such a long break, maybe they were just not physically or mentally ready. I'm not saying that they're in bad shape or anything like that, but you know, whenever you take a break for that long period of time, there's obviously something that is not clicking. And you could see that when we're comparing it to the New York team. And they have had 18 days off. So they started like that. Obviously, they were able to click it later in the game. That's why we have a tied game 2-2. But I don't know. There there can be room for argument for maybe why he didn't um, do the same that we expect him to. Well, rather what we're used to seeing from him. So I personally think that your card is is valid. You know, I think you make a good point. I appreciate it. He did not quite show up today the way that that I would have liked to see, especially in a match where I felt like he could have been really critical. Uh, how about mm-hmm. you? Who do you feel like you should uh, hand a card to? All right. So the person that I'm, I, I was torn in between two players, um, but the one that I want to give it to is actually going to be Lindsay. So really, okay. This yes. is I, I'm excited for this one. Why Lindsay? So, what I'm not, I'm not sure if you noticed, but a lot of our attack, uh, the attacks from New York was coming from that left wing position. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I noticed about Lindsay, especially in this game, is the principles, which I, I remind myself being in high school and my coach telling me, quit stabbing. And let me tell you how many times I've seen Lindsay stab this game. And the issue whenever you see a player stab, um, it means it just leaves you in a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. And it lets a lot of players get past you. And that's why, I, from my point of view, I keep seeing them go to the left side. And I kept, like, the camera closes in. And I'm looking at, at Jalen just stab. Like, he just tries to go for the ball. Then he, they get past him. They get around him. And he has to catch back up. Now, I don't think that he necessarily had a horrible game. But mm-hmm. I feel like for a, a starter, for a team, an MLS team, those little fundamental things that you're you're taught like I got taught in high school should be polished. And I think that whether even if it's like a a harsh card, I think that I'm still gonna give it because I shouldn't be seeing that out of a starter player, one that we've, you know, like has done so much for us already. So that's the reason why I am giving that card. Yeah, I did not think about this one at all. But what you say makes sense. You know, you talk about the fundamentals, the basics, the stuff Mm -hmm. that should be polished. And I like the way you phrase that 
because it does a really good job of saying that something can, uh, two opposing things can be true. It cannot mm -hmm. be terrible. Like it can just be okay-ish and still not be good enough. Right. right. Uh, and I think it can be difficult to separate that out. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think I like about Jalen is his ability to, to hit a pass, to play quick balls, to move up and down the pitch quickly. He is pretty good at that recovery run. He does have that yeah. offensive pressure. And as a result, I probably need to, to sort of look in the mirror a little bit and see if I'm getting blinded because, you know, if they are taking advantage of that side, knowing mm -hmm. that they can get him to stab, they can get him to... I, I haven't seen him go to ground too often. Mm -hmm. I've seen him go to ground in like, you know, last ditch defending situations. Have you seen him go to ground? Was he going to ground a lot today? No, he was not going to ground necessarily, but he was definitely committing, <laughs> committing to a, a ball that clearly he was not going to get, you know, he wasn't going to be able to get to. And I trust me, man, I saw it several times that I was kind of every single time I was just like, oh, stabbing. There we go. Stabbing. He's doing it again. Stabbing. Well, so. it's one of those it's one of those things that like is even worse on the defensive line, right? You can kind of yes. get away with it when you're playing like an eight or when you mm -hmm. are really high up the field on the wings, you can get away with trying to poke balls out. Um, yeah. But when you are on that defensive line, it, it does add up. And it, it is probably one of the things that that leads to us having this onslaught of pressure. I think mm -hmm. I'm talking myself into believing that this is a very good card and probably a deserved one. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's fair. <laughs> I, I, you, fair enough. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, let's move on to the crowns. Cause I do think there are a couple of people who, who did stand out really well today. I think one of them is yep. obvious. I think there are a couple of the others that are not so obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, so I am going to let you have the privilege as the guest. And you can choose to take uh, the big one, or you can choose to take somebody else you feel like deserves a shout out. Um, okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, sure. Let's I'll just go ahead and do the big one because I want to hear your hot take. So, <laughs> of course, we have a gentleman with the uh, with the flow, with the beautiful locks, with the charisma. We're talking about Bender, of course. Mm -hmm. Now. Now, as you know, Logan, I told you from the beginning, I wasn't too hot on Bender, you know? But I feel like within hey. the past couple of weeks, man, let Jerson, me tell it's you. Okay I... to be, it's okay to be wrong, buddy. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I, look, I'm going to be very honest. And if, if, if you're listening to this, Ben, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, because we keep it real here. But um, I, I didn't really think that he was a player that, could bring it. I felt like he was a very limited, like he had already um, reached his ceiling. But within the past couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of, a lot of potential, a lot of growth um, from him. And obviously, it's very visible from today, right? We're talking about a player who won on the first goal. What a beautiful touch that this man just calm, like he brings it down very calmly. And to have ice in your veins to just look at be one-on-one -on -one with your goalie and know exactly where to put it past that's that's a beautiful play and beautiful everything from bender and then we're talking about the next the next goal whenever copetti throws his body to get him the ball and as if there was no defenders next to this man he calmly grabs it looks at the goal boom shoots it 
He curves it in, upper 90. That's what we like to see. And that is why today my crown goes to him. You know, like, I've seen it. I, I'm I'm becoming a believer. I I should have won the hat. You know, like, that's what yeah. we're talking about over here, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, I will say, obviously, he deserves a crown. Ben Bender deserves yeah. a crown. That is, I, I don't think there's a realistic argument that you can make um, mm-hmm. for anything other than that's his best game ever in a Charlotte. Of course. Maybe, maybe there was one, I think there's one where he had two assists and a goal. I know there's Mm -hmm. one where he had an assist and a goal, but almost everything offensive today came from, from him. Yep. And one of the things that we've talked about, because the goals obviously show his quality. Uh, They threw up some XG numbers on the screen at the end that were like 0.5 or something XG created (laughs) by Charlotte FC. All of that is Ben Bender because nobody else took a shot. And uh, the ability to finish both of those shots, the technical quality to finish off both feet, amazing. The mentality to be in the right spaces, the, the, the ice in the veins to take the opportunities when they come, all amazing stuff. But if you're a fan of this podcast, it's all stuff you know I, I have long since believed Ben Bender has. <laughs> fair this, enough, fair enough. <laughs> the thing that gets me about this performance is I think he had seven ball recoveries. Mm-hmm. Right. When you say Ben Bender, nobody goes, oh, yeah, that's the guy picking the ball off people. That's the guy pickpocketing people in the midfield mm-hmm. and immediately turning into attacking transitions. That is not your first reaction, right? I would not be surprised if Ben Bender leads the team in ball recoveries for this game. He wasn't even on the whole time. Um, that that might be a little bit. I might be a little bit hype on Bender right now. But hey, that's he, it's okay. Justify, justify. Yeah, he went in and he didn't. He did the the flashy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He he made the amazing touch, which I think will earn him even more fans. Ice cold off of his left foot. Absolutely beautiful technical curler off of his right foot. Gets a brace inside of 20 minutes. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't shut off. He was still making runs. He was still probing defenses. He was still trying to work back. He was still doing the defensive work. He was winning his headers. And here's one of the things that that we talk about. You can see these guys progress. Ben Bender Mm -hmm. did not win headers when he came to Charlotte FC. Ben Bender did not even challenge for headers. Go back and watch Mm -hmm. this game. He wins a huge amount of his aerial duels against people taller than him and has even started to reach the point that he is not just going, hey, can I stand in against this guy? He's saying, once I win this, because I'm gonna, Mm -hmm. once I win this, where do I want the ball to go? Not just can I knock it down to my feet. Not just can I sit here and hold it. Can I play a flick on can I knock the ball back to Brant Bronico where he can control it? Cause I'm not going to have the space and time. This yep. guy is, I'll be really honest with you. There is a player in there and I don't know if it will ever come out. I don't know if Ben Bender has the, the, the grit, the fight, the determination to, to really stand into people and be willing to, to wrestle and, and fight and earn the right to play with the biggest players in the world. Mm-hmm. But there is a skill level and a mentality in that kid that I genuinely believe knows if it knows a limit, it's a very, 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 very high one. 
mm-hmm. I think I've I've gone off on Bender. Would you say that's fair? Have I have I done it justice? Oh, uh, I think that for first time listeners, um, who have maybe you've never even seen Charlotte play, I think that they know this player now. So I think you've done a really good job um, hey. in that regards. <laughs> I appreciate it. He he definitely has places he can go. You know, he's got parts of his oh, game yeah. that can continue. But the fact that we're seeing that development is so, so special. I am going to go ahead and move on, and I'm going to crown a guy I don't think a lot of people are going to talk about. And uh-huh. I think deserves to be called out for really being special for Charlotte FC today. And uh-huh. that is Justin Miram. I have flip-flopped on Justin Miram. Not like I've gone from, oh, I love this guy to I hate this guy. Mm -hmm. But I have seen Justin Miram have games where I go, eh, he didn't really affect it. We didn't really, as a game plan, play up his side, and then he wasn't really able to contribute. All the stuff I talked about earlier, about how I expected Ashley Westwood to be the one who was sort of managing the pace of the game and was capable of of taking that higher speed ball and controlling it. All that stuff was being done by Justin Merrill. All of it. Mm-hmm. There were, there were enough times that I stopped counting somewhere around eight that the play was progressing very quickly. There was a really fast, high, you know, energetic press coming out of Red Bull. Red Bull do this. They're a team of very young players who want to hit you. They want you to be afraid that they're going to hit you studs up. Um, and then claim that they got the ball because Red Bull is a bit of a dirty team. They want you to panic and be loose with your pass. And you know what? Charlotte FC fell into the trap. Once we sort of started to lose control of the game in the middle section where it wasn't really going into uh, New York's favor, but it wasn't really in our favor either, we were falling into the trap. Time and time again, you'd see players who were getting closed down quicker than they were comfortable with, just having to one-touch a ball, sort of hopefully. And you would see Justin Miram stretch his leg out and just make the most controlled touch you could possibly make. Pick his head up, calm as you like, pick out the best pass to move forward. Beautiful. There was one time it was coming back down the wing. I want to say it was Bender got trapped up on that left side. Yeah. And uh, he passed it back to uh, somebody... And there was a clear moment of panic and they looked up and they saw a blue shirt and it happened to be Justin Miram and they fired the ball at Justin. I mean, he was maybe, maybe eight yards away and they fired at him like he was in our own goal. And Justin Miram just took it on the half turn in reverse. The ball had so much momentum. He had to literally catch the ball with his foot and turn his body in order to slow it down and control it. And he did it flawlessly, made it look like he'd intended to do that the whole time. Uh, His control, his technical level, his crossing, his ability to pass, and his willingness to turn forward under pressure is a huge part of the reason why we were not under the cosh earlier in this game. And I, I think it shows because he was dead on his feet and had to come out. Uh, thoughts on Justin? So I feel like Justin to me has always, from the moment that he has joined the team, he has always proved himself, to, at least to me, that he he's that that player that just brings that magic. Um, I don't think he has like Neymar level like 
jukes or skills or anything like that. But I feel like he has such a calmness with the way that, you know, he plays with the ball on his feet. And sometimes the the cuts he makes, the crosses that he makes, is it, it comes a long way and it brings an extra emphasis to the attack of Charlotte FC. And today, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Maron fan. So uh, to okay. me... Uh, to me, he is a starter, undoubtedly. Yeah. Um, now, today, I didn't personally see as, as much from him as I've seen him in other games, but that does not mean that he didn't, he wasn't there and he didn't put in work. You know, sometimes a lot of, like, the, the dirty work often goes of scene, on scene, right? So, mm-hmm. and obviously, and yes, uh, you pointed out this beautiful touch that he did, and of course, those are one of the moments you, you, you're brought back into the reality, like, oh, yeah. There we go. That's Maron right there. He's doing what he does when he does it. Uh, so, yeah, I think Crown deserved on his head. That's the guy. Is it? And, of, of course, of course, we're, obviously we're going to talk about Ben today because, you know, two beautiful goals. But you can't, you can't just forget about the, 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 the guy in the back that is doing dirty work. So I think that uh, round of applause for you. Round of applause. Mm-hmm. You did it. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely a deserved crown. Uh, there are definitely some other people in here who deserve talking about. You know, I think mm-hmm. the fact that we see the return of Kamil Yuzviak and we see the return of uh, Guzman Corujo into the back line, um, just Corujo, yeah. not Yuzviak, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, maybe something that we'll get into on Wednesday was that he looked very rusty. Um, oh, yeah. I think another thing we're probably going to have to get into is that there are going to be some questions as to whether or not Adilson Melanda is capable of playing left back or left center back. Mm-hmm. Uh, not an amazing performance from him, but we want to leave some of that stuff to get to in, in the next one. Uh, Gerson, I always uh, ask people to wrap this up in this manner. You have one sentence by which I'd like you to wrap up your thoughts on this game. One sentence to describe it. What's your, your statement to take us home? Um, let me see. This is the, a beautiful, beautiful quote right here. There's going to be highs and lows, and I think that that's the perfect way to define this game today. Yep. Uh, I think I am going to say speed kills, and we saw it today. <laughs> That's that's how I'm going to I'm going to leave that off and then I'll get to do all the describing on a later episode. We are going to go ahead and start to wrap it up there. Uh, hey, uh, Gerson, so uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure and hope hope to be here again um, in the future. You know, I love I love I love what you do. And uh, for those who do not know me a couple weeks ago, I was the guy that was in the story and grabbed the mic and then let him let Logan go. That was me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, happy to have you, buddy. And uh, we will talk to you again, not actually when we wrap all of this one up. First, we're going to have a special episode coming out for you guys. We are going to be doing a scouting episode. So if you want to hear about maybe the new player who came into Charlotte FC and you want to to see what we think about him, Ewan and I will be getting together tomorrow for a special episode about that. And we're probably also going to talk a little bit about the fact that uh, the United States of, or the United States men's national team won a trophy. And 
went a little bit crazy afterwards. So come on back for all of that for now. If you have decided to spend your time with us, we love you. And if you would like to follow us online, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore crown underscore cast on Twitter at the underscore crown cast. And uh, as of very, very recently, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can keep because I have been forced to by society join the Twitterscape and you can follow me at that underscore football guy. Good night. Oh, good night. Queen City Podcast Network.com. Oh.